welcome to podcast #realtalk2.0. Hi, assalamualaikum everyone. So we are back with podcast #realtalk2.0, episode three with the topics of life after COVID-19. On behalf of students' point of view, so with me tonight, there's a special guest and also my partner, in, my partner in moderator, Azrin. I, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm great. How are you? Alhamdulillah, I'm doing well also. So, uh, in this episode, um, there is me, Amal, and then Azrin, and a special guest that will be introduced by Azrin herself. And we are going to talk how COVID nineteen has changed in how we work, how we learn, how we interact in human. So, this week episode three title is Life After COVID nineteen from students' point of view. So, without further delay. Can Azrin introduce our special guest for tonight? Yes, Akmal. Yeah, for today, coming from University Utara Malaysia, UUM, she's actually a champion in Toastmasters competition, a debater, a public speaker, and also a performer. So yeah, ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you to Dela Bakri. Hi, Dela. Hi, hi, Azrin. Hi, Akmal. Um, hi. I feel very honored to be here with you guys tonight. Thank you for having me. Welcome, welcome. We are um, great to have you here with us to talk on the topic that we chose today. So, without any more delay, uh, we wanted to ask uh, Dela herself from the students' point of view: How do you cope with the situation of COVID nineteen before and post COVID nineteen? Can you share a bit? Okay, so the start of COVID nineteen in back in March twenty twenty, if I'm not mistaken, is when I just started. Changing like my life, you know. After finish high school, eighteen nineteen, I just start to have my like pre adult life. I went to UITM Dengkil to have my foundation, and during my foundation year is when COVID hits. So during semester two, half of semester two, if I'm not mistaken, we were asked to go back home. But then at that time, we thought we would see each other back in a week or something. Turns out, until the end, there was no goodbye. There was no nothing, and we don't have like a proper closure. From like that was the start of my adulthood life. But then it just ended like that, and I was confined at home. When at that age, you were supposed to be like having fun, going to unis, experience college life. But instead, I was just at home, studying and all that. Uh, it was quite a switch, because. Everyone was everyone was taking like a rest before uh, starting online classes and everything. Like everything changes from physical to online, and during that change, there's like a bit of hiccup. I think for not just the students, but not just my uni, but also everyone in other unis. And that was the change for me. But then um, after COVID, it's much better. However, there's a lot for me to catch up on, especially on social social skills and so on because like after two or three years of not socializing with people it took a toll on me so much but yeah that is uh basically how my life changed from during covid and after covid oh i understand your concern because i think every student feel the same thing as because the transitioning from the covid Pre-COVID, post-COVID, and during COVID is very hard. I do understand that. Uh, and on top of that, I would like to ask Dila, um, how um, how is your learning process, especially on the extracurricular activities um, part? 
how either you handle your program or you join program how do you know you you may seems that your seniors learn it better because they have physical interactions in campus so how do how how is your experience uh, in your learning process towards the extracurricular activities okay so for the extracurricular activities um before pre covid i was a very active member of pacc performing arts and creative writing and where i conduct event where i join event i did flash mobs i did performance for my university and so on i was very active in singing and dancing because uh, my everyday class is in law so it's very stressful and so on so for my curricular i want to do something that i can like really stress and have fun so i joined multiple events conducted by my club but then when i change uh when i went to degree i changed my club i go for public speaking where it was conducted online but like you said how i conduct events or anything i was very lazy during the covid it's not just lazy in a bad way but because it's so hard to get everybody in you know in the same page on the same page as you it's hard to conduct events and so on because we're meet, meeting just virtually and it's hard to conduct stuff you know and it's also hard for me to be very active um for me i was very active during physical you know physical class and so on i'm very active however for online classes i'm not really active that's why i join stuff like public speaking so on where i can actually do it you know i can do public speaking online i don't have to be physically there but i still can conduct like speeches and so on that's why i chose public speaking so that i can still have something to do but it's hard to conduct events when you're online especially but i did conduct like not me conducting it but i was part of the committee which conducts the event uh, i think during online i did conduct two events with my friends for my university uh, it was great but i think it will will be much better if everything can be you know physically because that's the life of the event in conducting stuff so i think um for me now that i am back in campus i'm looking forward to conduct more events to be active in much more activities to participate and so on like the one i'm doing right now with you guys although we're just meeting virtually um but it's like it's okay it's a start you know for us to get back on track get back on what we were doing pre covid um slowly but surely i think we will be getting there it is very interesting right as being that she somehow jump from a very art artistic artistic uh, point of performance performing and then jumping into public speaking where it, it is very structured and but she still have fun with it so do you have any questions for our uh, beloved guest dela yeah i mean like you know like dela said um yeah conducting events i think it's it's especially hard for like people who's conducting event because you know we we need to keep uh, an even going because uh kalau bukan kita siapa lagi kan i mean and when we were talking about i mean when we talking about changing in learning lifestyle because of covid-19 i think almost everyone who i talk about this thing with has a negative impression negative episode like you know being demotivated like yeah like you said being lazy and stuff and i'm pretty sure you have your own episode too so i want to ask like how this actually the learning lifestyle like 
actually affect on you like major and minor like and if you like ever face you know mental health um problems if you are comfortable to speak to and speak with so yeah okay um so for the downside of uh le- this whole learning pl- process for me the challenges that i face is that like we said i'm demotivated and so on but the main thing that i cannot forget during online classes was how it's very easy for me to forget important dates you know i forget important dates for quizzes for like due dates for assignments because there's so many there's so many things so many things do online where it's like it's all on you you know it's like you have to know when to submit this you know how to uh, when to uh, do this and all that all the important dates because if you're in physical class you would remember because you know every day you, your routine is you get up you go to class okay and then your friends remind you hey tomorrow is like our exam and then okay let's study together tonight in the student lounge or something that's usually what you will do but because there's no more of that you all everything you have to do yourself and i like there were um one or two times that i actually forgot some of these important dates and then another demotivation and another thing that i faced was it is like i cannot focus during class because usually on phys- uh, during physical class you get up you shower you dress up you go to class but at home online class is very different i wake up i take my laptop open my laptop i can just like lay in be- lay in bed and listen to my lecture you know that's not a happy thing to do but we cannot we cannot run away from it like i know i'm not the only one in this but yeah we cannot run away from that like just open la- your laptop and then you just like close your eyes go back to sleep and then when you have to scan your attendance then you wake up scan and you go back to sleep because it's so easy for you to to do that however there's also some positivity in it for me the positivity in this whole learning process is the hybrid method now we don't just have traditional learning system but we also have a hybrid learning system whereby we can study anytime anywhere like um some classes are conducted online some classes are conducted face to face so for the classes conducted online like um during online class you can have your breakfast while listening to class you know you can travel from one place to another and bring all your ipad your laptop your books and listening to your lecture during the journey like when you're in the car or something so because uh, of this system the hybrid system there's no more excuse you can study anywhere you can study anytime there's no excuse it's no longer confined to a classroom learning environment where some people like we're more flexible when we learn this way hybrid method that's the positive thing for me because um not every, like i think this is already like the 21st century you know so there needs to be some changes to our educational system and because of these changes i think um it's better for us millennial because it's not hard for us to adapt you know we can operate all these technologies we're fast learner however uh, i cannot for everyone because i understand everyone have different situations even in malaysia we still have students who cannot have the access to internet and to laptops because of where they're living maybe they're living in a rural area but it's easier for people who live in suburban area or like the city area and that's just one thing another thing is the difference in the courses that people take for me i take i take law so as 
everybody knows we read books, we learn online as compared to medical student or pharmacy student where they have to attend um, lab. You know, they have to be in the lab to study how to make a mold for like teeth or something if you're in dentistry, how to like make a pill, how to make a cream if you're in a pharmacy and something. So it just, it's like, it depends on people's background, what they take, where they are to um, face this whole situation. But for me, I'm thankful that now we have like a new learning system, which is the hybrid learning system. And my university still practices this until today. So yeah, totally a different uh, answer from what I heard from like, yeah, everyone, as you said, like they said, like everyone has their own opinion and has their own view on um apa on learning learning lifestyle lah kan like macam i heard like from people macam tadi dia cakap like hybrid give you that that's a, actually a positive thing lah for you kan but then for other people um i did, i i heard that uh, you know like hybrid is not really for them because like how the transition actually i mean in terms of learning they actually felt like oh uh, much more macam diligent lagi rajin nak buat ni you know like macam you said ada banyak masa sambil kita sambil kita apa tu uh, dengar lecture we can eat breakfast and stuff but then the hard thing about it is uh, it is when tiba-tiba ada exam online like face to face online exam you know like they they found it like so hard because like the transition like how you um studying in hybrid is not, not much helping if uh apa tu if uh, kita still belajar secara online lah nak katanya macam tu so yeah uh, and like Dela said also actually betul lah like um you know bila dah bila dah covid-19 ni and uh, your schedule changes you can't ask for friends anymore so we i think i agree on that where you said that it it feels like we are being the manager of our own self time management even me myself pun i actually downloaded a calendar and literally like put all the important things and like cancel one by one one by one one by one yeah so i totally understand you so akmal yep totally agree with dila and also azrin sebenarnya there's a lot of things yang you know down di banyak downturn and also um, the ups and down lah during covid-19 ni i mean for me because i'm in my final year So I sempatlah merasa live in campus for about two, two or three semesters fully. So I do understand and actually I agree with everyone that from the start ataupun at the get-go of the pandemic, I think everyone struggles with how to cope with COVID-19 punya situation, the online learning, online assessment, semua orang macam serabut dengan benda itu semua. However, macam Dela cakap lah, there's a positive to it. I think now people can enjoy you know, leaving online classes like my school, kita still online classes and yet I'm here in Kuala Lipis doing some CSR work for with the university. At, at the end of the day, I can still join my class if I wanted to because it's online. So I understand that kita ada leisure of time. Then actually we can spend a lot of that time with our family juga sebenarnya. Ada je my friends yang pergi vacations tapi still class. So it's very flexible macam Dela cakap lah. Tapi um, there's another issue of it because Um, from my personal ex- experience, living in campus during COVID, um, I met macam from a very uh, active students, I met a lot of people, then suddenly kita tak jumpa dengan orang, we don't meet people. I started to develop uh, social anxiety when I go out 
you know kita macam kat UTM kita nak pergi meranti bila lunch hour tu too many people so I start developing social anxiety so Dela I wanted to ask you do you have any social interaction problems um you know regardless lah covid uh, before covid ke after covid ke and boleh tak you explain um in detail if yes how do you improve it if no how do you manage to interact with people you know throughout the covid uh, uh, era lah um moreover i hope that you tekankan sikit i mean during and post covid i wanted to hear from someone that very uh, artistic punya person uh, and also a very uh, logical law person macam mana you cope ataupun you manage you punya interaction dengan people i'm so glad that you asked this question because i'm also experiencing the same thing as you sebab so, um before ni i am I'm an extrovert person. I like to mingle around people. I like to get to know people. And I love being in a social setting. Like, if there's a crowd, there will I will go there. You know, I love being in crowds, even though it's just me. But I like being with a lot of people. Whereas I don't like to be alone. So that was before COVID. So um, I have a really hard time making friends online because I'm the type of person that loves to talk to you face to face to know like how you are to learn your body body language and so on because if you talk to a person online who you've never met before you don't know how they're thinking the way you uh, read their text or something you don't know how it sound you know the intonations and everything so that's one thing that's so hard because now that i'm back in campus for the first time I could not recognize people, the people who were in the same assignment groups with me and so on. When I met them, I cannot recognize like, okay, um, who are you again? You know, because I cannot make friends online. It's hard for me. And my socializing skills just drop. So I'm before coming back to campus, after being confined for two to three years, not talking talking to anyone, not making friends, I have I also have social anxiety like same as you did because I don't know how to interact with people anymore you know it's not that I don't want to but it's out of your comfort zone already you don't know how to approach people you don't know um what's the sensitive topic like is this okay to talk about to you or not you know but then now uh it's okay like I'm slowly getting there I'm slowly trying to um communicate with people I try to talk to my classmates but One of the ways that I've learned to make it easier is that you find someone, you just like find someone that have the same wave, wavelength as you, you know, how you operate the same way, how you talk to that person. Um, so far, it's only been, I think, two weeks for me here. I just talked to like a few people that I'm really, really close to that I can open up to that's enough you don't have to drastically be friends with everyone in your batch or be friends with people like just because if you do that if you want to be friends with everyone immediately you want to talk to this person that person it will just take a toll on you because then you will become a people pleaser you know you're no longer yourself you're just like a people pleaser you want to please this person that person to be friends with you so it's one step at a time everything you do it needs to be one step at a time because before this when i was still in my foundation very active in singing and everything so i make a lot of friends you know i'm friends with this person from this uh faculty that person from this faculty there's so much to talk about but after covid 
there's just nothing to talk about. I don't have anyone to talk to. I don't have new friends because now I'm in University Utara and I meet new people. So I don't have like a clan yet, you know. So it's step by step. Like for this class, for the first class, I didn't actually talk to many people. I just talked to the person next to me. For the next class, I try to talk to more people, you know, like, hi, how's your, hi, good morning, something simple like that. And I, oh, uh, lecture does sampai ke? Oh, do you know what we have to do for next class? You know, just like a simple talk. And then for the other class, for you talk to more people, like try to approach more people. So that's how you will slowly get your game back on, you know, because it's very hard to do everything drastically. It's always have you always have to do it one step at a time. So maybe one day you talk to one person, another day another person, you know, try to slowly talk and see how they are, what type of person they are. Um, especially in law school, uh, there's so much to talk about, especially because current issues and so on. So it's easier for me to ask like, hey, what do you think about this issue that's happening right now? What do you think about this case and so on? So from there, you can learn on like about that person's uh, perspective, like how they view things and so on. And so on. So I think that is one of my advices. One step at a time. Try to mingle with people, not too much. You know, don't force it on yourself, but just do it at your own pace. You cannot like just force it. And you know, because once I am an extrovert, I was like mingling with everyone. Now I only have very very small circle at my current university. Because it's only been two weeks, you know, I still have a very small circle. However, I'm trying to expand my, like, my circle, trying to expand, like, no more people and so on. But I'm not going to force myself to do it like, immediately, you know, one step at a time. Like, try to know, get to know people and so on. And you have to be open to, you have to be open to accept new person. You have to be open to accept their ideas, their views, and their ideology. Because if you're very, like, close you just set your mind on one thing and this specific type of person, it's hard for you to mingle around because everyone is different, you know, their views on society and so on. So you have to be open first to like trima, to accept everyone. Then you can like get there, slowly get there. But I know all of us have that social anxiety after COVID. So let us all just like slowly try to make friends and so on. But if you feel overwhelmed, if you feel too much, Take a rest, you know, be alone, be by yourself. After you recharge, Baru, you start again, like meet these people, meet, meet that people. I hope everyone can get back on track because everyone is starting to having physical class and so on right now, Ken. Yep, agree, agree sangat, um, sangat setuju dengan apa yang Dela katakan. Uh, I'm actually very proud of Dela because she is very young. She's still second year yet giving so many, many uh, matured advice that I can say that I mean all students can relate to so Aldrin maybe you have maybe final or last question for our speaker so over to you so yeah apa yang Dela cakap tu I think it's um it's very true like in the end of the day you know like this COVID-19 takes a toll, a toll on everyone and I think like uh, having a companion companion is um sangat sangat memerlukan, kita sangat memerlukan company, at least one friend to talk about, you know, like being alone, if you want to be alone, then be alone and if you think you need friend to talk with, then find friends and yeah, just um, do whatever you can to stay motivated and 
go through this time, this phase of life. So yeah, so Dila, any last words before we closing in and our discussion today? Okay, so last word for me, for everyone, is that I hope everyone would still would stay safe, still practice all the SOPs needed because the COVID is still here, COVID is still there. And now, uh, if I'm not mistaken, there's something as monkeypox, right? So I don't want, the, it's, COVID is enough for us. We don't want any more lockdown or anything because I'm sure everyone here is still in their 20s. We have so much to explore. We have so many new things to learn. So I hope that there's not going to be any more lockdown or anything because if not, our youth would just like go down the drain, you know. So I hope everyone would be diligent in your studies. Now is not the time to have online class while sleeping anymore. No more of that. Now everyone needs to stay focused, stay active, and be very responsible of your own duties and your studies. That's it for me. Thank you so much. All right. All right. Thank you again, Dela. Thank you again, Azrin. Uh, for being my partner in MCing in moderating today's episode. So... Sedih, tapi uh, nak buat macam mana? We are at the end of our session for this episode, episode 3, uh, where we talk about, um, you know, life after COVID, how COVID changes uh, our life. And thank you again to Dela, a very smart young uh, girl, uh, and hope that she can uh, rule the world. Inshallah, you go, girl. And Azrin also, thank you very much. And I would like to remind our listener, uh, so for our next episode, um, it will be released on every Friday, at 9 p.m. So you guys should go to Spotify and learn uh, and listen to our podcast because we uh, in uh, podcast real talk 2.0 from students to students. Thank you very much. See you next week with me with some very 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 interesting topic next week with me and a lot of guests. Inshallah. Stay tuned. Assalamualaikum. Bye bye. <laughs> I'm not afraid of